And welcome back to New Realities. I am here with one of my favorite guests, really, because she is at the cutting edge of what's possible and is taking everything we're doing as we move into a new consciousness. It's sort of like it becomes fresh, Marina. You are there at a cutting edge because you didn't bring in a lot of baggage into this realm. So let's talk about, you know, you are a hybrid and more and more ideas and revelations are opening up to you now. Let's, why don't we talk about where you've come from and, and what are you noticing now that wasn't part of your earlier consciousness? So just give us a little background of your, your hybridization. Program. Yeah, sure. Well, when I was 15, I had my Kundalini awakening, my spiritual awakening. And at that age is when I um, remembered that I have a mission here. I was told that I was a hybridized human, which means that they gave me alien genetic implants to assist in human evolution to, let's say, um, yeah, to kind of like give me that little push or advantage, you know, so that I have, I can give um, better guidance, let's say, for humanity. Um, And so with that also came many downloads, many channelings, you know, about, you know, the mechanisms of consciousness, spiritual guidance, metaphysics, you know, deep understanding of, of the nature of the universe, you know, and consciousness in general. So, so that was from 16 to you had this kind of intro, like, were you surprised by it? Or did you say sort of, oh, that was sort of welcoming the knowledge? It was really welcoming because to me, it felt like home. You know, it was like reuniting with my true essence. Right. So then, okay, so you realize you weren't from here, or but you were also very human, which is awesome. So talk about the progression of that you know, awareness? Sure. Well, at 15 or 16, I realized that I was a hybridized individual, as I said, which is was something that to me, it is something positive, but also neutral in, you know, from a general perspective, you know, because we're all hybrids anyways. So mm-hmm. to have received a little bit more of genetics, it's something that it serves, you know, I just want to explain the fact that we're all hybrids because, of course, we're different than the rest of the animals on the planet. And so some people think we were upgraded, the evolving primates, with another DNA that makes us different and a little stranger than all the other animals on the planet. But so we I think we are hybrids. Human beings are a cross between another worldly species and maybe what was evolving here so yeah go ahead i just wanted to clear that so yes sure so that's true we are um the creation of um we're a hybrid species created with um many 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 different genetics for many densities that what makes us to be so special you know so that's why i was saying that you know to identify to have received a little bit of well um i don't know how much but um extraterrestrial dna you know for furthering human evolution it's it's positive or even neutral because you know it doesn't make me any better you know we're all hybrids anyway so we all we already have that potential 
So I think it does make you maybe smarter, maybe more aware, um, which is fine to be more aware, you know, have this extended intelligence. But yeah, it doesn't make you better than anybody. Right. So what happens? So, okay. So, and you made peace with this, but also talk about the hybrid children and then what the kind of, as you got into the kind of dark side of things. Yeah, sure. So when I was, as I was awakening, I realized that I have a connection with the hybrid civilizations, the ones who are mixed between race and human DNA. And that uh, I became really uh, interested in Bashar because his teachings resonated so much with me. And as a person that has an incarnation in the Sasani and the Yayel and all these different, um, you know, worlds, um, it was really familiar. You know, it was knowledge that was pretty familiar and it was great for me, I mean, to recover it because I saw it as an opportunity. I I found myself excited to share this to share the message and the teachings to humanity. So I became pretty involved, you know, in the whole hybrid agenda in which I realized that I gave my DNA, I gave my genetics, they took my eggs and to create eventually hybrid children. So until that, I mean, until then, you know. Can I just ask you, have you ever met your hybrid children? Have you ever interacted with them in the physical, in some physical realm or something? Yes, I did in astral encounters and they they showed me my babies and my children Mm -hmm. my reaction was pretty neutral somewhat something positive sometimes depending on the situation Mm -hmm. but generally neutral because it's a mix of feelings between oh it's cute it's it's my children supposedly but at the same time it's like i really do not wish to be a mother yet so this is not an experience that i'm ready for you know well, I just have to say, I was freaked out. They handed me this little creature that didn't, that definitely didn't look human. And it's like, okay, what, what do I do with this? And, and it's like, yeah. anyway, I was a little shocked myself, but yeah. So yeah. go ahead. So, so after that point, I became, I was fine with that, you know, with the idea of having, perhaps having a give away my DNA to create these children because uh, if we look at that narrative, the grace, you know, was beca- were be- they were becoming instinct, you know, so they needed help from us. And so why not, you know, um, it is fine. But um, up to that point, I was okay with the agenda itself because the product of that high realization created many amazing worlds, you know, like the Sasani and the Yael and all these other ra- hybrid races that I am really connected to personally. But when, when I was becoming aware of this narrative of like that they were, you know, telling really frequently through channelers all around, you know, the globe, you know, to certain through certain channelers uh, about the hybrids eventually landing here, coming here to reunite with their parents. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's part of first contact. So they are families, so I guess they are invited to say hi and to co-create with us and, and everything. But then it evolved farther into this whole narrative in which they are supposed to mix with our society to get integrated you know, into our society and get assimilated by our civilization generally. 
But but that's the part I'm not sure of. You're saying, and I don't know, you're saying the hybrids that we help create are supposedly coming here to mix with our society. How, how did how did you get where did you get that information from? Oh, from Bashar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, I, I was, Yeah. So that okay. So let's continue because that's the point of contention. Yeah. So when I was listening about that, you know, like the whole like we are going to be, we are, the children will learn and they will be mixed with your society. And then when you are, when they are assimilated into your civilization, becoming part of your civilization, the children that you're having now, like these younger um, generations, when they grow up, they are supposed to um, mix with these hybrid children that have landed to create the so-called six hybrid, six race, you know, six hybrid race. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started, you know, to develop certain, to, to back up from all of that and to start questioning um, a little bit the narrative because um, it seems like an agenda. Of course, it is an agenda, but it seems almost like if it was a eugenic, let's say. Um, they, they're going to wipe out the lower you, because... I don't know if that agenda is true. I mean, how do we know it's true? One being or a few may say it, but do you get the feeling that that's happening here, that they are? Because I, I mean, you're a hybrid, but I'm a hybrid maybe, but these hybrids we're talking about are a lot more different than we are, right? Or- um, that's the that's the general idea of the agenda. Yes, they eventually want to accomplish this to um to mix with our people to mix with us to create this ultimate six hybrid race mm-hmm. and that's when i said that i just backed up from for a moment and i started questioning you know a little bit that plan or agenda because it seems to benefit them a lot because they will eventually get to live in our planet which is mm-hmm. a really beautiful planet but it feels invasive in my opinion i think that we as a species are we have a lot of things to to uncover yet because we haven't even achieved first contact. We haven't even achieved like full disclosure. So imagine telling the whole humanity that we are not alone, that bomb, you know, in, in our face. And then, you know, the children immediately coming and, and integrating in our civilization and mixing with us. I think it's too much of an agenda and I, um, I I was studying that's why I was making this post in Facebook questioning the agendas you know the great hybrid agendas because I had I have had positive experiences with these people you know I have lives there I have a connection with them they are my family but I also have had negative oriented experiences with them when talk I started about, talk about some of your if you care to talk about some of your negative experience because a lot of people are saying it's all positive, but I think there is a negative thing. I think abductions, even though it may be ultimately higher, it is a, it can, of course it's traumatic for a lot of people. So talk, if you don't mind talking about some of your negative experiences, not to dwell on it, but just saying what you've experienced. Well, to me, it all started when I started to, um, I decided that I was not so much interested in, you know, welcoming my children because 
I didn't want that. I was I'm too young for that. And also perhaps I will prefer to have children with a human being, with a possible partner, you know, in future. So I wasn't aligning so much with that part of the agenda. I was resonating with the teachings, with the health, with the connection, with the idea of having contact from them. And that's still something that I will love to, you know. But the other part of, you know, the landing and the mixing genetically, I was not, um, I was not supporting it anymore. And so I decided to back up and to, um, because I was done with exploring also that part of myself, my hybrid energy was already really integrated, you know. So I was, I wasn't really searching for a deeper, let's say, exploration because it was already really, you know, uh, a shift, you know, that connection, that crystallized that connection within me. So I started to focus, to explore different aspects of my connections, you know, of my DNA, you know, because we are a mix of many different races and species. So I was starting to connect to other races, to other um, ancestors of mine, and they were giving me guidance, you know, on other, you know, on other aspects of myself, other incarnations I have, other races, you know, their connections in general. What kind of uh, guidance were they giving you? Can you share that? Because I think that might be important. Well, um, summarizing, because it's a long story. Right, right. But right. summarizing, they were showing me connections that I have with ancient civilizations like of uh, in inner earth and also civilizations like Atlantis, Hyperborea. They were showing me these that this is part of my lineage, you know, my spiritual lineage and my connections. And so they were guiding me to connect to that other part of history. And also they were assisting me in recovery memories from the secret space program because they are uh, supporting the movement of disclosure, you know, disclosing yes. the secret space program. Talk about the secret space program because that is, it's not new, but no one has a clear understanding of what that is. And of course, you can only talk from your experience. It hasn't been my experience, but what is the secret space program? Well, the secret space program, basically, it's the, um, it's a space program that started back in World War II in Nazi Germany. And what would happen, uh, summarizing, it's that there was a group of beings, a society called the Real Society and the Tool Societies, that were uh, schools of, you know, occult and metaphysical knowledge back in, in Germany and Austria, that were exploring the topics, you know, all these esoteric topics of like channeling, mediumship, you know, and occult knowledge. And eventually this group was formed by uh, women who were psychic, you know, who could access, you know, connections and communications with beings from other um, worlds, you know, extraterrestrial beings. And so Maria Orsic, you know, it's the main figure in this story, I will say, because she, she, she was one of the leaders of that society, one of the uh, founders of this society. The main leader, I think, the one yes. who brought through the knowledge. So, and, and yeah, so she developed, uh, but for the Nazis, but of course she didn't like the Nazis. She separated and left, but. So she basically um, channeled, you know, uh, information about like physics, about, you know, how to create anti-gravity, what, you know, crafts. Um, that's so, how it all started. But it bring it up to date for how it applies to the U.S. and how the U.S.'s secret space program is happening. Can you? and your involvement. 
Yes. Sure. Well, in Nazi Germany, the, these Nazis, these Germans, uh, eventually get to develop this technology. You know, these these UFOs, this craft. You know, and so they started creating fleets. You know, they started to create a program, which eventually, you know, um, became what we know now today as the secret space program. Now, what happened is that after World War II, the Nazis have to escape because they lost the war supposedly. So that's when Operation Perfect paperclip was done, you know, in which many of these German um, Nazis mm -hmm. uh, migrated to the U.S. government, to the U.S. I mean, country. Right, to form the U.S. space program, right. They began, yes, so. Exactly. Yeah. So now generally the space program, it's a big international infrastructure that is composed of many different factions, one which is German, another one which is uh, American, and even there's a Spanish one, there's um, Chinese one, there are many different um, let's say factions involved in it. So you, what's your connection to the secret space program? What are they doing now as you know, it's like what, 60, 70 years after World War II. So talk about how you, it's connected to you. Well, so one of the things that these beings were trying to help me understand what guided me to is to re remember that I was part of those societies backing us in, in Germany, in, in Austria. I have two, uh, about two incarnations there. And in one of them, I was a real psychic medium. I was one of the founders actually, along with Maria Orsic, um, you know, to, um, uh, I have to say, you do look like Maria Orsic a little bit. <laughs> people, you know, <laughs> yes. But people tell me a lot and I don't know why. <laughs> Well, but I was not Maria Orsic. I was another real. Right. I was also psychic. But but they they're affecting you now as Marina, right? They talk about that connection, if you care. Well, to. the point is that yeah, sure. So these beings were trying to make me remember that I was a real medium, and I'll and that in another lifetime in Germany, I was also involved in these societies, in tool society, and I was a German military military man. So a high like rank military that was connected to the societies and that was also like you know in contact with these beings, you know, with these topics. So um with that part of history. So um what basically happened, why I got selected from the program, apart from being because I'm a hybrid and because I am a medium and they're where they are in search for psychic humans or psychic children because they um eventually want them to use them as soldiers, basically. Um, they also, let's say, target me because I, I had connections already with that part of history, you know. Mm -hmm. So the point is that those, that movement, you know, the whole real um, society, um, real societies, you know, connecting with extraterrestrials and creating these, these programs and these, these spacecrafts. The point is that it originally had a positive intention for, for humanity, you know. Yeah. They had a really positive agenda, you know. That's why they were helping these, these beings, you know, these um, mediums. Because they wanted to give them this technology so that they will be able to um, protect humanity, stop the, the dark um, cabal groups, you know, for taking over, you know, humanity, like the system, let's say, which eventually ended up happening. But they're still running the system, aren't they? They're still behind the, the system. Yeah, but again, these beings had the positive agenda. 
And right. so unfortunately, that's why they split these real groups, these Germans, that's why they split, you know, into different paths, because some of them became unfortunately corrupted, negative, and decided to work with, with negative beings to achieve power, control, etc. And to create the dark fleet, these dark secret space bronze, you know, that are hurting humanity. And the other ones left, but they still, they, they originally had a positive agenda. So they are trying to remind me of all of that information, all of that purpose, you know, what it was about. And that's when I became um, disappointed or, or angry even at the hybrids because they are, they have their own agenda. They have really big interest in us to focus in our role in the agenda, in their interests. And this exploration of my connections, of my history, you know, on earth was really important for me to uncover, you know, to explore, to understand. And what I what I um, have claimed that I experienced them as negative, it's, it's specifically they coming um, to, let's say, tear me down their path, like try to kind of like distract me from that process so that I will be focused on their agenda, you know, to serve them solely. But does it make you stronger? So you're also taking against your will at points, right? Because the, the abduction and the eggs and sperm are not consented on a conscious level. So we are being taken against the will. But is there another level where we are called to come into our own sense of self? Yes. I mean... I have realized that uh, I think it's a pretty big, uh, great opportunity for us to empower ourselves as, as, you know, and to learn, you know, that we have a choice because, you know, many times when we think, when we hear people excusing the abductions of the grace of the hybrid agendas, there's always this teaching that, you know, there's always this excuse that they uh, repeat on and on and on that is like, yeah, but you create this agreement in a higher dimension. And that's true. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. That's true. We made disagreements on higher dimensions. So that's why we had those experiences. But the point is that even if we did eventually, it doesn't mean that it has to be perpetuated, you know, if we do not wish to continue uh, having such interactions or, or participating, you know, giving, us, giving their, uh, their en our energy, you know, to them. So that's why I think it's a great opportunity for us to empower ourselves as a species, to become more independent, less dependent on the extraterrestrials, and to start developing, like, um, let's say, boundaries, you know, to start, you know, putting out boundaries and say, hey, you know, even though we, do we have been still disconnecting from our, you know, divine essence for so many times, and we have become so unaware of this, you know, multidimensional aspect to our experience here, it doesn't mean that you can take advantage of this, you know, because some beings that are too agenda-based, they infiltrate, you know, in your multidimensional layer consciousness, and they specifically search for those aspects of your consciousness that are unconscious, that are most the most vulnerable to this kind of, you know, probabilities of signing contracts with them. So that's how they eventually many times get along with things, you know. They so you, yeah, no, I'm just, sorry, I just want to say, so you decided to break this contract. You said you don't want this anymore. And I think you're powerful enough to 
be in your own sense of self to say it is finished. Do you feel you can do that? Do you feel like? That's what I'm exploring currently. That's what I have been uh, learning, you know, my experience that, yes, it's the whole thing. Like, yeah, you make this connection agreement in the higher, but it is time to say yes, but I can choose now. Because many people say, well, but if, you were, if we are not aware of our higher mind, if we are separated from a higher mind, then it doesn't matter what we say we prefer because it's always going to be up to her. And she's up there, you know, and that's not true. That's something that we need to realize. That's something that we need to learn as a species, finally, that just because we have been disconnected and we are not, let's say, fully reintegrated into this perception of the higher mind, it doesn't mean that we are fully separated. The idea of a full separation between the higher mind and the, the lower self having the physical experience, that's not completely true. It's an illusion. Only the perception has been disintegrated, you know, we cannot see through her eyes directly uh, all the time, but she is within us, it's our soul. So even when we say, when we change our desires, our excitement, and we say, I am no longer excited about this, it's mm -hmm. not our physical level, it's also our higher levels, because it's yeah. a contact it's a constant bidirectional communication in between the two. We are not separated. We are our higher selves. That is a beautiful point. So you've decided that you'd rather be human as opposed to giving up your body in a sense and your conscious to a, a, a hybrid agenda, which would be, is that, would you, would you be fair to say that? Not exactly. Um, it's, okay. it's complex. Um, let's yes. say it's complex because I identify as a hybridized human because mm -hmm. it's been conferred to me by ET channel ETs that I have more extraterrestrial, part, um, you know, percentage of uh, genetics, you know, in my in my genetic makeup, you know. So I do definitely identify with the idea of being a hybrid, uh, and I have lives in those incarnations, and I adore their knowledge. But my conflict right now, it's the way that they are interacting with Earth in terms of, you know, their interests, you know, like how they are certainly pushing us, you know, to go their timeline when necessarily not, we do not need to, to agree on everything that they claim they want from us. So for instances, for me, it will be fine to say hi, you know, to have contact with them, like, hi, we are family, you know. But I do not agree with the fact that these children should be fully like coming to get integrated into our society for the purpose of mixing and creating this six hybrid race. I do not necessarily agree that that's that choice or that ultimate future for humanity. And that's why I'm also, that's why I also I started to question their agenda because whenever they speak through certain channelers about it, about this future, they present it in a way that our consciousness perceives as a duality or binary code system, you know, like black or white, like yes or no, one or zero. They present it always in a way that it's either them, like their future, their timeline in which this happened, or the destruction of Earth with, you know, becoming grace and becoming extinct. And that's not true. That's mm -hmm. just not true. That's right. So they put us in a position of fear. Either we go with their agenda or the planet's destroyed, which takes away the power 
from who we are and what we're capable of. And so you're standing up to that. I am. And, and that's great. And of course, people are saying, you don't know what you're doing. There's a whole thread on Facebook where they said, well, you know, if you consented to this, it might be a level beyond your conscious mind where you don't know. And of course that, I mean, you said this takes the power away from this level of consciousness. Oh yeah, I agreed on a higher level, so I don't have any power on this level. So talk about that, gaining your own power back to be here present and decide for yourself what you want. Exactly. That's, I think that's our next step in human evolution when it comes to, you know, contact with extraterrestrials. I think that, you know, because we have been so disconnected so far for so many thousands of years, we are quite thirsty, you know, of the idea of first contact, extraterrestrial contact, you know. So usually, because we have been longing for so much for those kind of connections, we immediately give all of our power and consent away no matter what, you know. So that's why many people, when they're first presented to this agenda, like the whole, oh, we're doing this, this is going to happen. They say, yes, yes, yes. Oh, they, it's kind of like they immediately accept it as the truth. Like there's no other choice. Like, oh, this is going to happen. And as they are ATs, they know the truth, mm. you know? So that's the problem, you know? We are so, we, are, we have been so disempowered that we just give away, you know, immediately our power and our belief system, you know, we just go straight forward with what they claim is the truth. And I think we have to kindly, you know, accept, you know, I mean, kindly like um, be grateful for their guidance and their love and their connection and eventually connect with them. But also in a position in which we place also our boundaries, you know, to say, hey, you know, uh, maybe there's many people who like this narrative of the hybrids doing this, that's fine. So if you're interested, it is for you. That's your timeline. Go walk it. But if you're not interested and you perhaps prefer contact with the Pleiadians and you prefer a different timeline for humanity in which there's any mixing in between, go for it. You know, so that's the point that it's not the, the future is not written. It's for us to write it. So we have that power of decision. We have to stop giving so much power to this, you know, overuse, you know, teachings that says that, yeah, we make connections, you know, from a higher perspective. It's true that we initially made them, but we, that doesn't mean that it is forever because we are constantly recreating and creating and creating us in the now moment. So if something does not resonate with us anymore, we have the power and the rights to claim that we prefer different. It's like a relationship, you know, okay, uh, you know, I don't think this relationship is for me anymore. And the, the other person is saying, no, it's for your highest good. And you agree to it. And it's like, you're saying, no, it may be for my highest good, but this is what I want right now. So, and you also said to me, I don't know if you want to say that you've gotten harassed for taking this point of view. That's yeah. correct. Talk about that a little bit, because it's like you're holding up the whole agenda here, Marina. Come on, get with the story. And you're saying there might be another timeline. So talk about what people are saying to you when you've decided you don't want this relationship anymore. 
Well, it wasn't people who harassed me. It was that the, those beings. And they harassed me quite much in the astral, you know, because um, they have their interests, you know, they have desires like any person has, you know, we are all, we all have a wish, we all have a desire, you know, we have self-interest, you know, but it, that we have self-interest, like interest for the self, it doesn't mean that we are, let's say, driven by our self-interest, you know. So unfortunately, again, because there, Earth is so interesting right now for many beings for this, you know, because we're so special and because Earth is so special, uh, there's a lot of conflict in between spiritual lineages. There's a lot of, let's say, um, each, each um, group of beings prefer, of course, that will, that, what, that will benefit them, you know, that will benefit their species or, or their lineage. So there's a little bit of conflict for that matter. So some certain beings, you know, eventually they see that they're not getting or close to getting what they want. They might start to become a little bit corrupted from, from my perspective, you know, to the point to be a little bit um, harassing, you know, to be a little bit, to cross a little bit boundaries and to be a little bit overwhelming to our energy, you know. In, in what way does that show up for you? I mean, if you want to share. Sure. So as I was sharing previously, I was making, I was done with exploring my my hybrid energy because I got to integrate it a lot. And so it was, you know, already there, you know, as a connection made and established. But I, I, I stated, I made uh, this uh, statement in which I said, I want to explore more of who I am, more of my connections. I am not just Marina the hybrid. I am. Mm. All, I also have other species connections to many different races. So I want to explore more of that. So that's when other uh, really important guides, um, beings that are connected to me, started mm. to uh, guide me and and you know give me this information about this specific part of history and my connection to it and how it affected my experience here which it affected it a lot you know so it was a really important thing it was a really uh, interesting thing so to me to explore so i was having these um i was exploring these these connections these energies and they were giving me guidance and i experienced certain circumstances in which i was um, distracted, you know, I was manipulated, you know, in which, for example, if I will decide that I wanted to meditate to connect to those beings, the hybrids will come in, which, mm. you know, and I already stated that I didn't want it right now, that connection, but they will insist, you know, they will kind of like want to force that connection, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes in the astral, I will be having about to have an experience like an encounter with, with these other beings and then the hybrids will you know come in the experience and pull me into another direction to show me their babies or to you know make me connect to them you know so it was a little bit distracted to a point in which I experienced it as a sabotage of my natural flow of of synchronicity right and and connection with these other aspects of myself and beings you know I experienced it as a sabotage and as a distraction, and they eventually distracted me because right now I'm in conflict. Right. So, you're in conflict now because you're caught in this, but how can it empower you to go beyond that and 
you know, be in the center of yourself to claim your sovereignty in a sense. This, I'm just, is it, can it help you with that somehow? Yes, it is, of course, like, um, it helps me to realize that uh, in the beginning, it's a ref it's reflecting me how in the beginning, because again, I was longing for this reconnection with my extraterrestrial connections, because I was so thirsty of that, I gave away too much of my power to the point that I will only mostly identify as Marina Serene, the hybrid, or Marina Serene, the you know, the mother of hybrids and, and just that, you know, and identify as an agenda rather than the whole spectrum, the whole holistic picture of who I truly am, which is big. It's really big, like for all of us, you know, we are all big beings, like incredibly, you know, you know, um, expanded beings. So to me, you know, uh, it was like a teaching on realizing that uh, we need to we need to stop validating because also I was having conflict, conflict because I was thinking, well, maybe if I do not do everything that they want me to do, I fail. So, so I'm wrong. Like I, I might be, my life will be pointless a little bit. And that was such a crazy belief because I was, I realized how I was given, like I was validating myself based on uh, achieving, accomplishing goals of other people's and their mm -hmm. agenda, their interests, and, you know, my purpose, my main purpose here as source energy is to be, to exist, to create, you know, yes. spam, to explore all these things. My main purpose, like all of us, it's to be. And that is a holistic, um, you know, let's say, uh, compass of many different things. The hybrid agenda is a part of it, but so it is these other beings, so it is my connection to my family, my friends, these other, you know, aspects, music, creating, you know, studying physics, you know, there's so much to that. There's so much to beingness. It's so, you know. Yeah. Do you think it, and I don't know, I'm just putting this out there. You think it could be what your experience, the end of the archonic rule over the human mind. So we're all being, you know, the archons, they have, they are the race of beings that really feed off our emotion, our negative emotion. They kept us, they keep us stuck. And I do think they have um, shut down the matrix of, and closed the human mind to be locked into a very narrow expression of ourselves. So I think what you're, this is what I get, you're coming up against is the final battle in a sense of the matrix of the archonic matrix to keep us small and threatening us with all these different agendas. But you're saying, and I think you're helping a lot of people saying, no, I'm standing up for what my feelings are and for what I feel humanity is in a sense. We are you know, very emotional being, but we're very creative beings. And so this is a moment of reckoning we're coming to in these last couple of years. And probably people like you as an activation point are experiencing it to a greater degree. Does that, does that make sense? Um, I agree with the second part, but I, um, 
<laughs> not the first one because I do not believe that these hybrids are nothing to do with the archon, you know, with the archonic energy. You think the hybrids are valid species that are here for legitimate purposes, but but what about the idea of them taking over and getting rid of the humans, like you said? I don't know if that's true, but you've said that. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that's the point that even, you know, that's uh, that reminds me of uh, what a being called Ardiv said through, through a channeler, Rob Galthier. He's a really rich. Yeah, I like Rob. Yes, yes, yes. So his, his main guide, his fleet and main guide, Ardiv, um, he said something really important that we need to understand. And it's that there are in the universe, there are being type twos and being type uh, ones. I mean, being type one and being type two. The type ones are generally those who are not agenda-based, those who are passive-oriented, and they can guide people or teach people for matters of exploration, you know, for excitement, you know, for service to others but that they do not benefit from any kind of direction or choice that we make for ourselves, you know? So they give us that free will, you know, they do not intervene. They let us be the ones who decide for us, you know? But the beings type two, it's said they can either be negative or positive. It can be either side of the spectrum, but uh, for instances, they're mostly agenda-based. So just because a being, I mean, just because a being or a group or a species is positive, it's oriented towards the, you know, love and light, harmonic energies, you know, like the divine energies. It doesn't mean that they do not have an agenda, you know, and these are the type twos, you know, these are the agenda-based beings, you know. So these Sasani beings, these Yayal beings, like they're all beautiful, like, um, positive, you know, species, and I appreciate them um, because I'm, I have, I have life there again, you know, I have their DNA. So I agree with the, with giving my DNA, with contact with them, with communicating, with being family all together. But when it comes to this agenda, you know, this narrative of, you know, again, this whole thing of mixing with us to create the hybrid race, I do not necessarily agree because this is our planet and planet earth is for humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I agree. I think though it's very complex, these levels of timeline interactions and maybe, I don't, I don't know. It, it, I think it's a very complex situation. And I think, I think some of the arconic overlays are affecting lots of people on many levels and, Maybe the hybrids are here to help. Maybe they have their own agenda. I think being human is one of the answers, being compassionate, being loving, being sensitive. What would you suggest to people and to yourself so you could be evolved beyond this kind of stress because I feel you're experiencing stress over this and I'm sorry because you're such a great person. Thank you. So, what would you suggest to yourself and others who may suspect this? Well, um, first of all, again, as I, as I was explaining, uh, it's not that they are either positive or agenda-based, and that's the point, that even, the, even if they're positive, they can also be agenda-based. What I mean with this is that you can be perfectly like a beautiful you know, race or species or being with positive intentions of helping people, but at the same time, being agenda-based. And that, what that means is that 
yes, you are helping a species or you're helping another person, but as you're agenda-based, it means that you benefit from what kind of the help that you're giving or, or that you have, not that you benefit necessarily from you helping that person because helping is service to others. It doesn't have any selfish intentions, but that you will benefit, you know, um, if that person that you're helping takes a path, you know, that benefits you, that that's the, that is the example, you know, they will benefit if we will wel welcome them to become part of, you know, our civilization because they're interested in mm. actually planet Earth, it seems so. Mm. But how can we support you and all of us as a human race to come forward and stand up for what our truth is without, yeah, the overlay. Yeah, I think that we have to, you know, if we benefit from the teachings, I think we it's great, you know, to integrate them. Um, um, because they're, um, I, I love them, I resonate a lot with them. But I believe that we need to back up, like not to give our power away, like just like that. Question all agendas, every agenda. We have to question everything. We cannot trust blindly. And choose for us what is what we truly prefer, you know. Right. So, and I think that we have to start to stop invalidating us as a species, as humans, you know, because there is a lot of, you know, this whole, <laughs> the new age it has a lot of great, of you know, topics of discussions and everything and, and um, goals and achievement, achievements, but there's a lot of insistence in this idea of being like extraterrestrial, you know, and it's like, yeah, many of us, all of us have life as extraterrestrials, you know, especially starseeds, yes, but um, I think we need to stop, like, like valuing also the human vessel and the human experience as much as we value the extraterrestrial ones, you know? That's right. You know, that, that's why I say about Elon Musk, who says he wants to go to Mars because it's another planet. I think this is a much more beautiful planet than Mars. Of course. <laughs> right. Of and course. it's probably one of the most beautiful planets that is around. I mean, it's just, you know, spectacular. It's oceans yeah. and trees and mountains and And, you know, why are we spending billions of dollars to go to Mars? Nothing wrong with that, but let's put some money into saving this planet and yeah, life. Yeah, I agree. And, but and it's yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, I think he's expanding a lot of abundance, a lot of money in in a planet that is not needing it because there's nobody living there. I mean, there is people in Mars, you know, military <laughs> exercises, <laughs> but not us. So I think it, it will be rather more interesting or beneficial for us to invest that money in, in saving Earth, you know. Yeah, it goes along with what you're saying. Everyone's uh, so obsessed with extraterrestrials, and it's great. I am too, Me but too. I are right. But we also are reminded of the humans that's as being valued, and and we're at a point of our evolution. I think the pressure of these extraterrestrials are helping us evolve. What were you going to say? Actually, it's a little bit like ironic because you know we say that we're when we are so interested in the extraterrestrials you know it, it has a purpose i it makes sense because you know if we think about it it's ironical because we are highways with extraterrestrial DNA, you know so 
you know, we are that, you know, it's just like that we have to understand it as a part of who we are instead of thinking that it's placed outside in the universe. Mm. So, so they, the reason why we're so obsessed with the extraterrestrial is because we are, you know, we are made with extraterrestrial DNA and native indigenous okay. DNA. So, so there is a reason it is a valid exploration because we, we have that in our genetic code, you know, Mm, so in our genetic okay. blueprint but that's why we have to love ourselves as humans because we are everything that we are attracted to for a reason right. and that's it we know we do not need to search it in the outside so this is partly we have all of that within us right so how can we help you and maybe other people break the contract this is what you were concerned with on facebook you're saying you feel there's a contract but I feel you're more powerful who you are embodied than any agendas you may have promised in previous before this time. So how can we help empower you to know that, that you're, you don't owe anyone anything, you know? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I asked for that assistance because yeah. I was, after claiming, after setting up those boundaries that I didn't wish to, to participate, to give away my DNA more uh, to those hybrids, I still had experiences, you know, of getting abducted and, mm-hmm. you know, becoming again a mother, having another child. And I was like, no, not another, not another one. No, definitely not. And so... I found myself, and, and so the point is that what I realized is that, again, they are pretty smart beings. So, unfortunately, because we are not fully integrated in spiritual so You are, Marina. You're smart, and you are at a point, I'm just saying, because where you can take back your power. And, and this is what I write about in my book, to be as lucid, as conscious, as aware as you can, so no one can invade your consciousness without, you know, saying, so I think it is in a way a maturation of knowing the self, right? And yes, and dropping into being embodied. This is what I mentioned when you drop into that. I mean, so I don't know with that, but, but I think the more lucid we are, the more power we have as individuals. I completely agree with that, yes. So how can we help you be more empowered to take back your your truth? Well, um, I've been in contact with certain uh, people that can assist me on that matter already that make soul contract removals. Mm. So on that matter, I think I'm going to be fine. But anyways, it was a, a nice exploration of this because I think I think we start, we, we sometimes attract this kind of experiences or create this kind of experiences in our life right now because it is somewhat important, you know. It, I think it's, really, it's quite important for us as a species to mature in terms of uh, intergalactic, you know, interactions. How we have been, you know, to learn and to reflect back, you know, um, on how we have been given, uh, how we have been given away our power so far in our past, and and it's like an amazing opportunity to look at it and say, well, we have been invalidating us all this time. You know, we have been 
uh, being basically malleable, manipul uh, easily, easily manipulative with these races, you know. You know, so, I, oh, go ahead. So go ahead, finish yeah. that. So I think it will be great, you know, I mean, it, it will be great that more people will also explore this that I did, you know, for myself, you know, to start to look at their interactions with other ATs and, you know, meditate on whether they are happy with them or not. And if they're not, to realize that they have the power, you know, to, to you know, uh, recreate a different kind of contract, you know, for themselves, a different kind of experience. You know so, what you're saying is also it's also suggesting to me this is why we need disclosure, full-on disclosure, so we as a human race can decide the agendas we want as an evolutionary species. Yes. Right? 100 percent Instead of the government or those people that may have some inside connection for some service to self reason that want to control agendas. So just say a little bit more about the power of disclosure and we'll finish this part. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that. Disclosure is not just the idea of releasing documents, like the government releasing documents and, and you know, humanity saying, oh, okay, you know, they're right, the big, you know, whoa, like we, we're not alone in this universe, we, you know, there's more. I think that's not the only process, of course, um, to be a shift or to, to be integrated, you know, as a species. Of course, this part of, you know, galactic interrelationships, you know, and the idea of validating ourselves, loving ourselves enough to, to not give our power away to any ET or any agenda, to have our ideas and, you know, clear, so, you know, so that you, we know where we want to give our power, I mean, not our power, sorry, our focus, our energy, our creative energy, so that we make sure that we have a, the most positive experience possible for us, you know, in this exploration of the reconnection with, with the cosmos, with the multidimensional beings. Of exactly. The you, you represent for me and maybe other people a pivotal point in the human race where we could open up this multidimensional awareness and bring it back into a human sense of who we really are so we can move into a new cohesive future. So, yes. So as a conclusion, yeah. you know, um, my final conclusion, I think you will say that um, that they are warned personally, you know, mm -hmm. for their these interactions that are negative oriented with me. So it's a warn for me and, and from, you know, many more that, you know, they cannot do this on my personal side and that Yes, it was a negative experience, but I learned, you know, there is a point in this. I learned something big, you know, mm -hmm. so it was it was a great lesson and I appreciate it. But um, I think the hybrids are great beings, like great species. You know, I they're my family. I am a hybridized individual, so I feel familiarity from them. But um, just because I love that connection like love the, the message that they have in general like their teachings you know their energy their civilizations etc it doesn't mean that i prefer like the narrative that they prefer for themselves mm -hmm. so i think you know contact with them is something that i align with right. but for the moment for the moment just that 
Right. You want you wanted to stay friends. You want to have the relationship. You want to say, okay, let's just stay friends. I respect you, but you know, we can keep it at that level. Um, so are you ready? So we're going to take a little break now. Are you ready? And when we come back from the break to talk about your implant, um, hopefully Whitley Street will be joining us and we're going to take a little break, right? To talk. Um, so Scott Katamas can do a little uh, talk for an upcoming show that Marina is going to be part of on January 28th, the awakening world. So thank you so much for this. Everyone watching on YouTube, We'll be back in about a half hour. So stay tuned for more Marina Seren as we go even deeper, hopefully being joined by Whitley Strieber as we go deeper into um, discernment about the alien agenda and standing up for who we are as human beings. Thank you everyone for watching. And Alan Steinfeld, stay tuned for new reality.